You are now entering the Brightness. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello, you're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. You're just finding a new way every week to say that, don't you? Of course. That's, that's, your, that's your thing. I gotta keep it fresh. <laughs> that's the only way I know how. I'm Jason T. Gaffney today. <laughs> <laughs> it's so early speaking of fresh yeah we're <laughs> thank you for recording earlier than normal uh i know that neither of us are the, the the fresh lilies that we like to be when we record i haven't even finished my iced coffee i don't even know why i chose a career where like the norm call time is like anywhere from 3 to 6 a.m yeah you're not a morning person really and no I, and i am definitely not a morning person i mean my body likes to pretend i am and i'm like hey mm-hmm. fuck you <laughs> <laughs> i say fuck you to my body all the time but it's almost <laughs> always when i'm looking in the mirror at the end after a meal <laughs> oh sad sad face that be kind to yourself <laughs> okay oh, okay uh, that fixed it well done i know how i, I know <laughs> I don't think I have body image issues. Great. Thank you. I love it <laughs> when people are like, here's the best advice. You're all better. And I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. chemical problems in my brain dispute that. But, yeah, you exactly. know, that's fine. But thanks. Yeah. What is that? A healing crystal? Thank you. I fucking love a crystal, but what? I have I don't believe any of their powers. Like I what? just think they're pretty. What's the answer? Cupping? Okay. Thank you. Uh, Cupping. I, have, I have long-term depression, but thank you for the uh, small vacuums on my back. Thanks. Oh, I thought you were like cupping the balls. I was like, that that feels great, but I don't know if it's going to solve my money issues. That's funny. Cupping does help. <laughs> that that type of cupping does. <laughs> it makes you feel very close to someone. <laughs> you just you you cup the balls. So you one cup, time you went to hold them. I don't know if this will make it into the final cut, but <laughs> one time <laughs> I had a, a cyst removed from a testicle uh, back in the like in the early two thousands. One time, that sounds which, painful. It was super fun uh, surgery. Super fun to have surgery on your balls. Ah. A friend of mine. I was living in New York at the time. A friend of mine who was just getting into crocheting. He crocheted me a ball cozy that. <laughs> <laughs> that is to this day probably the favorite gift I've ever received. <laughs> it's just it just it cups your balls and the ties around the top a little bit and it just it was actually it really helped my healing process because it just felt like so warm and, and cozy. It was a it was a ball cozy. Is that our is that our bright spot for the day? No, ball no, cozies. Bright spot for a, another time in my life, uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you know this all this talk of cupping has reminded me of it um do you want to talk about the bright spot because it's a good one i do give it to me okay the bright spot is it's the week after thanksgiving okay we enjoyed thanksgiving last week and my bright spot this week is all of the turkey sandwiches that i've been able to have this week 
after Thanksgiving. You are some kind of asshole. Turkey sandwiches are the price. <laughs> you monster. I think you're clipping. Me? I think that the universe is making your mic clip. I'll clip your ass. Uh, my, <laughs> we received some feedback about your your hatred of sandwiches last week. Okay, you've been. I kept you from the worst of it, but you've been called things like a monster, mm-hmm. and that's that's mostly it. A monster. <laughs> Those are the, that's the one I can repeat. <laughs> I was gonna say. I already knew I was a monster, so... Well, all right. So you're a proud monster. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm a, it, I'm a cookie struck... monster. <laughs> but not a sandwich monster. We, uh, no! That struck a chord with some people, and uh, you have been receiving a little bit of backlash for your hatred of turkey sandwiches. And, and I'm not one to necessarily want to sow discord, but I'm... <laughs> Don't laugh like that's not true. I'm... <laughs> Going to just come out pro sandwich and the turkey sandwiches that I've been able to eat as leftovers this week have been the bright spot of my week. I just want to say that we're the fucking American dream where we can agree to disagree about a policy such as sandwiches, which is not a policy about human rights because those should never be agreed to disagreed upon. Yeah. And um, but that's how the American dream is. You know, some people like sandwiches. Some people just like real food it's not about a person one person likes sandwiches and one person doesn't prefer sandwiches okay that i could probably get behind you hate sandwiches you hate them you hate them and that is a problem that's a civil rights kind of it's it's civil rights adjoining issue okay you hate them you are sandwich phobic and that is a different thing and i can i cannot agree with that I will say I, we I, I had a discussion with other people and we did discover that hot sandwiches I do like. Oh, sometimes. like a panini. I like a panini sometimes. If you have okay. mayonnaise on it, then fuck right off. And I, I do don't like. Think there's a lot of mayonnaise cheese. on panini. Are there? Some people put mayonnaise on everything, and I'm like, you need to fuck off. All right, mayonnaise preference is something that we can agree to disagree on. Sure, that's fine. Mayonnaise is vile. Okay, don't get crazy. Look, I've I've extended an olive branch. Okay, <laughs> just say you don't prefer it. That's fine. That's fine. I would rather sit on a stick that's thorny than eat mayonnaise. Squat up your ass. All right, so. <laughs> Um, I we're, I don't think we're gonna get I don't think we're gonna get to a real consensus here. And so anyway, it's only a bright spot for me this week. Then sandwiches. That's fine. My bright spot is that I'm gonna traumatize you this episode. Oh shit! <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> all right, we are starting off contentious. That's okay. <laughs> we, we usually come to this as more of a team. That's okay. This time. <laughs> This time we're opponents. That's okay. I don't think we've done that for a while. So uh, let's have it. Let's 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 get into it. Uh, I you first monster. want to give a, a sh- I want to give a monster shout out to my dad, who is uh, responsible for today's episode. Okay. Thank you to Ed Gaffney for this one. May I help you? Um, yes, you can get to the show. Let me get my manager. Um, you have a manager there at the house with you. Would you like a ten dollar coupon for your troubles? Are you talking about customer service nightmares? That's right. Yay! I actually legitimately got one, didn't I? Yes. That feels good. All right. I want to be fair right off the bat and say that we will definitely be doing an episode about terrible customers that people have had to deal with. Okay. Because, you know, but uh, in this case, we're dealing with bad customer service uh, fails. Okay, great. So what is customer service? 
Well, it is providing the customer with a well-rounded experience that provides a general feeling of well-being and brand positivity. Close, but according to the uh, amazing excuse Wikipedia... Me, excuse me, that was some corporate speak that uh, was spot on, okay? Customer service is quoted as, quote, is the provision of service to customers before, during, and after a purchase. Oh, fine. If you want to get textbook about it, sure. I was going brand conscious, but whatever. They also go on to say that the success of customer service is reliant on the employees who can adapt to the different customers successfully. Oh, that's for sure. They didn't take Karen and Ken's into account when the page was originally written. They but like... should. That's most of your customers. It's actually, <laughs> my time in customer service has been... 95% of people are great, but you spend all of your time on the other 5%. Yeah. The Karens and the Kens. Yes. So, as I'm sure you know, customer service in recent years has been moving online, right? Yeah. And it's been shifting kind of to an AI, artificial intelligence format. Like a chat bot. Yeah. And, and this can be helpful for off-hour helps when humans are asleep. But I've found that most of the time, humans are better at providing help, right? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I tend to always want to talk to an actual person, even if they are going to be morons and not help me. Exactly. I want a so, moron human to tell me that they're not going to help me instead of a, a chatbot to not really understand what I'm trying to ask. Right. So let's start with the amazing worker at Comcast. All right. So I should point out that Comcast is or was at the time, at least in 2015, the most hated company when this experience happened. Okay. A customer named Ricardo Brown would call up Comcast and cancel his cable service, right? Got it. The customer service rep who was working on the cancellation decided to change the name of Ricardo to Asshole. <gasps> now... <laughs> If it never left the internals of Comcast, it would still be unacceptable and inappropriate. Well, yeah, but unknown. But unknown. Mm -hmm. But the fact that it got printed and mailed to Ricardo and his wife, Lisa Brown, was a line that was crossed. This is asshole. Sure. <laughs> so Lisa Brown would share the printed bill with a consumer advocate and blogger, Christopher Elliott. I actually saw the document yeah. on um, money.cnn.com, and it does say asshole Brown on it. Oh, my God. I love they actually it. blurred out the two S's, but it's absolutely asshole Brown. <laughs> okay. So how badly did that call go? Well, this is what's most distressing. They canceled the cable part of their account for no other reason than that they were financially hard up. They're oh. like, we can't afford it, and so we have to cancel it for now, but we're hoping to come back. Oh, but not <laughs> after you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So Lisa revealed that they were completely cordial the whole time. They're like, we weren't that, like, we were just, we were definitive. We were like, we have to cancel it. We're sorry. So after the story hit, it hit big too, by the way. When it hit, it hit huge. Yeah. Um, a Comcast spokesperson would tell CNN Money, quote, we have spoken with our customer and apologized for this completely unacceptable and inappropriate name change. <laughs> That's a name change. <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I want to go out to say this, this incident actually happened right after another customer named Ryan Block tried to cancel their service from Comcast, but the rep refused to cancel it. So Ryan Block then uh, was smart and recorded it and ended up recording an eight-minute conversation, which the rep finally canceled it but like it was eight minutes of the rep going i'm not going to cancel it i'm not going to cancel it just refusing to cancel the service yeah. Now, yeah have you had that experience you've called to cancel something and 
they just try every goddamn thing in the book to like get you there to stay like and it, that just pisses me off more if i'm trying to cancel something it's because i've decided to do that right yeah but then then once i'm canceling and have been paying whatever i have been paying for months and months and years then they come at me with deals that they can give me for can and i hate that so much and i don't understand why I, I can't see that as an incentive, except for maybe I should just call to try to cancel some stuff to get better that's, deals on it, I guess. That's what my husband does. And oh. I once experienced at Bank of America when I closed my account there to join my credit union. And I had an eight, like it was almost an eight minute in-person conversation where they were like, you really should stay. And I finally said, like, listen. We can do this one of two ways. You can keep trying to get me to stay, in which I'm not going to do. <laughs> and I can call my lawyer to come get my money, which is legally mine. Mm-hmm. Or you can just this end this and give me my Jason money. We heard about last week. Yeah. And she finally <laughs> just shut up and closed out my account. But it was just like, I get that your job is to try to keep customers there. But like, if I have come in and said I'm going to cancel like, and leave, like, especially at a bank, like, there are mm-hmm. no incentives they can give me. Anyway, the best part is that Comcast admits that it has a customer service problem or admitted at the time, well, right? It should at that moment. Yeah. It's, so uh, they plan. That's a bad Apple situation. They plan to uh, add technology to prevent name changes like that in the future and more training to prevent the eight minute phone call again from happening. I've been in customer service. Have you ever really worked in customer service yourself? Sure. I, I, I did months of it helping get Joe Biden and Kamala Harris elected. Oh, okay. I didn't consider that a customer service kind of thing. Was it? It was. There's lots of like, I will. Yeah, lots of. Yes. Because you just had a lot of like voter interaction, interaction with real people. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Pe- I, I, yeah, I see that as, yeah, and you are trying to sell like Harris Biden. Wait, I switched the ticket. Sorry. (laughs) I'm not mad. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I could see that. So, yeah. So, you know, like just interacting with the general public can be very, very trying. And in a situation in which you're in a call center as well, you have no time in between what might be a just a terrible experience and then the next one, which it will be completely different, but you still take your experiences even though you're talking to someone who doesn't have any of that history so it's it's a really really tough job but yeah you still should not write down asshole you shouldn't write it down that's where that's where he went wrong (laughs) he wrote it down i think that the word asshole is probably just the subtext of every customer service interaction i've ever had in my life but you can't write it down (laughs) right So a quote from another Comcast executive, quote, it may take a few years before we can honestly say that a great customer experience is something we're known for. They're like, they just openly admitted it. They're like, it's going to be a while. We're going to work on it. We got to bump them Google results a little better. (laughs) If you Google Comcast customer service, uh, some bad things uh, are happening right now. So we've smacked on Comcast a bunch, but they're not the only culprit of bad customer service. I'm sure they're not. Let's jump over to United Airlines, shall we? Let's do. Let's let's drag ourselves through the aisles and get over to. <laughs> I'm glad you brought United. that up. We all know about the incident of 2017 where they ripped passenger David Dow physically from the plane so yeah. that a United employee could take his seat. 
Yeah. They broke his nose, knocked teeth out, and gave him a concussion. God, really? I didn't it, remember that part. Oh, yeah, it was messy. Yeah. And it would lead to the new $10,000 paid to customers who need to give up their seat on a plane laws. That the House member, the House committees like changed the rules and they're like airlines need to give $10,000 to a customer that has to be moved off a of flight. $10,000? Oh yeah. Oh, move me. Shit. Yeah. Right? Like now, I'll take another flight. <sighs> I want to talk about an incident that happened with United back in 2008. All right. Musician David Carroll was going on a flight, but he had to check his guitar, right? Probably, yes. That doesn't fit on the overhead or underneath your seat. So he looked out the window and saw the crew tossing the guitar case around like it was a child's toy. Mm. Carroll's quoted saying, quote, I notified three employees who showed complete indifference towards me. Mm. Because of that, Carol went on to write a country song called United Breaks Guitars, which what? is where the quote's from. <laughs> what quote? The quote I just quoted. What was it? I notified three employees who showed complete indifference towards me. That's a lyric in the song? That's a lyric in the song, and it is oh. a good lyric in the song. Is it really? And, okay, so... He's pretty nerdy, but... <laughs> He, I kind of really need to hear this song right now. He made... <laughs> My departure time was 7.04. I got <laughs> through the gate just a little before. <laughs> it's definitely stronger than that. <laughs> I'm a, hey, I'm very new to this. <laughs> he, um, song world. He made a music video of the song which oh, is on wow. YouTube, okay. with only $150 and some friends. Okay, I thought you were going to say it, only, it had only 150 views. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's been on YouTube now since uh, July 6th of 2009, and it has 20,387,741 views, and oh. is really funny. It's okay. quite funny. All right. United Breaks Guitars? Yeah. All right, I'll go check that out later. After it was released, it would gain a million views in four days, <laughs> and United stock would plummet 10%, losing $180 million in value. Oh, my God. He, like, tanked the company? That's awesome. He uh, then went on to write a book called United Breaks Guitars, The Power of One Voice in the Age of Social Media, and uh, now gives talks to people on how to be better with customer service. So they kind of did him a favor. Well, he's I... doing great, but yeah. but still, the cu- he was going for a gig, and he had to like buy a new guitar before the gig, and it was real stressful. And yeah, okay, the indifference was unacceptable. Yes, yeah, of course, of course, of course. But I'm talking long term. Okay, that was a bad weekend, sure. But like long term, if you take the long view, United did him quite the favor and made his career by breaking his guitar. So <laughs> with that in mind, I'm going to smash this microphone. <laughs> you can't blame your, anyone but yourself. <laughs> I tried what to you cancel. Gonna... <laughs> what are you going to do? Write a song called Kevin Breaks His Own Mic? Yes. And it's going to be the, about the power of one man to fuck his own life up. <laughs> Girl, Trump has a monopoly on that. <laughs> no, please. He's <laughs> fucked up so many more lives than his own. <laughs> to his own, that'd be fine with me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's jump to my favorite story. Let's shall try we? there and see if we can get bumped. <laughs> oh, boy. So this story is the reason that this episode is happening. Okay, cool. And I learned about it because my dad, Ed Gaffney, as I mentioned earlier, was listening to comedian Natasha Leggero do a segment on a radio. Okay. And it was about this. 
And at first we were like, is this real? This can't be real. There's no way that this story happened because this is too insane. All right. And so I Googled it and I found out it's real. So here we go. Shall we? Let's set the scene. Let's do. Okay. It's a dark and stormy midair flight. No? No. Okay. It's in the Orient Express. No. No. Okay. No. It's a sunny afternoon in South Philadelphia. It's definitely not. It's in McDonald's in Rockford, Illinois. Well, uh, I was I was honing in. I was, you know. So Don Larson is our hero, okay. and she actually is a hero this time. Don like, W N. Don, yeah, she okay. is. She is the dawn of a new era Ooh. with this story. So Don was heading to McDonald's to feed her family dinner, like most Americans do at one point or another, right? Sure, not yes. unusual. No, but. What was different is that Dawn has a condition that makes her slightly different than most Americans. Dawn was born with Holt-Oram syndrome. Holt-Oram. All right. I have to know what that is. People who have it have either small arms or no arms at all. Okay. All right. Okay. So Dawn is quoted saying, quote, I drank my baby bottle with my feet. Nobody ever taught me how to do it. I just did it. I can ride a regular 10-speed bike. I can swim. It has not been a problem in my life at all. Hmm. It didn't stop me from having four boys. I've never dropped one of them. Wow. So she's at the McDonald's, right? <laughs> With her four boys. And she orders the food in the drive-thru, right? Okay. <laughs> quote from Consumerist.com. Quote, she drove to the first window, gave the cashier her credit card with her foot, and pulled up to get her food. Dawn says... The first girl said, girl, you ain't got no arms. And the manager said she couldn't hand me her food, and she just kept sticking to the fact that I didn't have no arms, and she was disgusted by it. I had the right to eat my dinner and feed my kids, and they took that away from me. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, first off, (laughs) the reason that this episode happened is because my dad turned on the radio, and and the first thing he heard was this woman, that comedian, saying, girl, you ain't got no arms. (laughs) Which is like, okay. first of all, great observation skills, Brenda. Right, like, no kidding. Like, <laughs> that's like me going into your house and being like, girl, you got brown hair. Right. That's so crazy. Like, like <laughs> what was I supposed to say in that situation? Oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> what? I have arms. Where are they? Kids. Kids. <laughs> What did you do with these arms? These boys, they're oh. just wrapped, just taking everything. My yeah, arms? I would love Last that. Last week it was my legs. You got no arms. Well, <laughs> boys will be boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Locker room talk. It's just locker room talk. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. So, just to recap, what happened is that she went to the first window, and the cashier had no problem with the fact that Dawn gave her the credit card with her foot. Because okay. she's a person and she's making the best of the situation and, and she did great. But at the second window, suddenly the employee and manager both threw a fit. So first off, we now know who should actually be manager. The uh, cashier who totally didn't, <laughs> who acted a fucking human right, as right. opposed to the messes. <laughs> the other thing is she'd already fucking paid for the food and the, and the manager like was like not giving her food. Like she paid with the credit card. So her position was that she couldn't give her food because she didn't have arms to take it with. So the, the manager refused to give her the food because she wouldn't hand it to her foot. Oh, she's like, that's 
that's gross and unsanitary and disgusting. I won't I won't give it to your foot. It's not like you have to caress and rub the <laughs> Like you're just handing a bag to somebody. It gives a whole new meaning to Happy Meal. Also, put a glove on. You're in food service industry anyway. You should be wearing fucking gloves all the time anyway. Yeah. Like, if it's that upsetting to you, put a glove on and hand her the goddamn bag. Ma'am, I cannot hand you this food because it is my moral obligation to caress the skin of your body as I hand it to you. <laughs> I have to physically harass and assault you I'm as sorry. I give you... Yeah, if, if, I'm sorry. I could, I, could, I could give you a nice hand massage, which is what I usually do when I hand over bags. But I hate feet personally. I have to touch people, but I hate feet. So it's a thing with me. It's like she was a fucking uh, manicurist who refused to do pedicures. She's like, <laughs> I have standards. That's right. Oh, feet are disgusting. You know what? So far, this this story, I'm not loving it. Nah, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> not loving it. <laughs> Right. Um, so finally, Dawn was able to persuade the manager to just hand the food to one of her sons in the back seat. She did fortunately have four boys there with arms. Yeah, but also like, no, no, I know she. No, of course, no. You and I are in agreement with like that was yeah. not should not have been necessary. But I'm glad that she was able. What I'm saying is, I'm glad that she was able to use the tools she had, and boys are tools to. <laughs> I'm saying that the dawn showed some ingenuity there. Yeah. Well, and here's what's so. Yeah. So anyway, she leaves, right? She has the food. She feels upset. She calls and complains to the store after complaining about discrimination. And the store's like, oh, yes, that's terrible. And they said, quote, that corrective action had been taken. Mm -hmm. We have gone ahead and cut off her arms, the manager. And (laughs) hopefully that will be acceptable to you. She now understands as she has to hand food to people with her foot. She gets it. She gets it. She also was offered a $10 gift certificate. (laughs) (laughs) Something tells me that's not going to be, something tells me that's not going to quite do it. (laughs) If this this story got to public radio, I don't don't think (laughs) the $10 gift certificate shut her up. So, okay, here's what's so great. So at first she's like, all right, fine, I'll handle it, right? Like, corrective action had been taken and I got $10, so fine. Mm -hmm. That's going to feed my four boys, you know, one meal. So (laughs) it happened again. On February 15th of the following year. Tell me it was at the same McDonald's. If you tell me it's the same McDonald's, it's a different McDonald's. She went to a different McDonald's on February 15th, the following year. So a few months later, she went to grab the food with her foot and the employee exclaimed, quote, oh, no, I'm not doing this. And then shut the window and refused to talk to her. (laughs) Oh, my, so they're training people to do this. You know, that's what we've decided. <laughs> I just here's the thing: what is wrong with people? And it's just like, oh, oh no, I'm not doing this. It's like that right there, Jason. That is how I know you've not had real like in the trenches customer service experience. Okay, if you ha- can still ask the question, what is wrong with people? <laughs> then you haven't done it enough. <laughs> oh no i know what's wrong with people we're all idiots but 
Yeah. Uh, we all are a mess. We all, we're all like five-year-olds trapped in grown-up bodies, which is a nightmare. That is a nightmare. Yeah. But it's, you can at least, oh God, you can, tr- you can approach people like people. Oh Lord. Yeah. Well, I just like, I remember growing up and having my mom, like we watched videos in school about disabilities and people who were different and being like, you shouldn't stare at them. You should treat them like people. And even my mom was very adamant about like, don't do that to people. Like you just you smile at them and you move on like you would do to any human being and so but not everyone has parents as great like my mom and dad right oh my gosh oh no i'm not doing this this. bam shut the window goodbye (laughs) you know why does she keep going there i well no i mean she shouldn't i mean obviously she shouldn't have to change her routine because of discrimination against her clearly Right, but, but she should get the food up front. <laughs> she should stop paying for it ahead of time. Yeah. So Dawn would pull off to the side, and uh, a friend happened to be with her, and the friend went in to get the food, but then they refused. They're like, "I'm not giving food to that person who tried to get it with a foot." It's like, what do you want her to do? Grab it with her mouth? She's not a fucking dog. Like it's. I want her to starve. <laughs> I won't give food to anyone I know is going to give the food to her. Like. Like, I'm sorry. I'm Yeah, you're getting it's like getting a beer for someone who's underage. I'm not selling a beer to you. And I know you're going to give it to that 14 year old over there. Like, what is she supposed you're not going to give food to somebody who doesn't have the condition you have such a problem with that you can't give it to them. Oh, my God. Oh, I oh, Jason. So I am having flashbacks. Okay, I have gotten out of customer service for a reason. And I am angry at you for bringing me back here. I told you today would be contentious. That you did, and you know what? We're fighting now. <laughs> so, you know who also is fighting? What? Don and McDonald's. She sure. decided to sue. <laughs> sure. Oh, is that why it's called McDonald's with a W now? Da 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 da. Don's loving it. <laughs> Don owns us. <laughs> uh, so an employee eventually did bring him a food, but she still decided to sue. Quote from DigitalJournal.com. Quote. Ms. Larson's attorney said the two incidents add up to a civil rights violation on the part of his client. Yeah, true. I actually don't know how the suit ended, as all of the articles on this ended with Larry Taylor, who is the director of operations for McDonald's Restaurants of Illinois, Inc., which owned the two restaurants. They were both franchises. Mm-hmm. And Larry Taylor at the time in 2007 claimed to have not seen a lawsuit yet. I'm confident they settled out of court because mm-hmm. like if they had a drawn out lawsuit like i'm sure mcdonald's came to, to larry taylor and was like you will pay her yeah and you will pay her well and because you'll do some you fucked up yeah. yeah and you'll do some training larry taylor would be quoted saying we care very much about our customers and take this allegation seriously we do our very best to serve our customers with the utmost care and respect we unless is, you have no arms yeah we is a, is a pretty all-encompassing <laughs> phrased there when uh, so, this happened to her twice sure so what is the bright side uh, well dawn owns mcdonald's so she has a number <laughs> of franchises of mcdonald's now that's good because she can do a good corporate training there yeah well first most of these companies got called out in a way that caused them to make changes sure for the actually, better. and this also this made this made some customers a lot of money it feels like yeah. <laughs> i'm kind of like bring it now i <laughs> now i want to have a really truly awful customer service interaction so i can uh so i can own some more stuff yeah and you know the the exposure and public pressure is actually making us all better 
when it comes to providing customer service and just being people. Because, like, I read this story about Dawn, and, like, yeah, there's funny stuff in it. Like, it's hilarious from a comedic standpoint that someone would say the words, girl, you ain't got no arms. Like, that's fucking stupid. Like, that's like saying, like, girl, your shirt is pink. Like, no. Like, don't. And but it's it's it is amusing, but it also like I know to not say that. Yeah, right. It's 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 amazing to me, like that, because uh, it's not quite saying like your shirt is pink. You know, I mean, like this no, is it's worse. Yeah, yeah. G- given like I can't imagine the thought process that says. I mean, I'm sure it's more like instinctual than that for a person who can bring themselves to say something like that. But just to like blurt out someone's physical condition which is like the only trait you notice or can see about them it says way more about you than them yeah it's like if it's like say you had a scar on your face somewhere and it's not like a big scar but it's slightly noticeable no, but you feel and it'd be like rary and somebody just went scar <laughs> it's like in austin powers when the guy has the mole 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 <laughs> exactly it's taking you know it's it's so many people have look everybody has a physical trait that they'd rather not have probably. Right. So I'm just saying to anybody who's listening, just let me tell my body, fuck you. When I, <laughs> when I look at it, don't you say that to me? Exactly. <laughs> That's the lesson here. Everyone, the it moral is. of the story is self-loathing. <laughs> exactly. Hate yourselves uh, and don't hate other people. You have plenty of loathing to go around, but just keep it inside. Loathing, unadulterated loathing for your face, your dress, your clothing. I loathe it all. <laughs> all right, what else? I wonder if we should discuss cancel culture at all in terms of this, because there's a bit of cancel culture that goes on with this one, you know? Yeah. Calling you know, out a bad experience and saying, you know, I'm going to get you. I'm going to plummet your stock price. Not that that was necessarily the plan but these things have the effect of like united gets canceled because of the things they do and uh, you know there's i think there's arguments on both sides except that I, it's harder to say if you're treated badly you shouldn't mention it you know what i mean yeah so i learned something while campaigning for biden and harris which is instead of doing call out culture do call in culture which is calling in you basically you're trying to include someone by telling them that what they're doing is wrong for the community. Mm-hmm. So like if they say something racist, but they don't know it's racist, you say like, hey, just a heads up, that's racist. Mm. I watched a seminar that the staff and they talked about that. And there's there's also... Um, <laughs> there's a whole booklet we learned. It has phrases like, girl, you ain't got no arms. This is the... <laughs> No column. <laughs> well, and there's there's um one of my favorite actresses, Jamila Jamil from The Good Place. Yeah, she actually is very adamant on Instagram about call out culture and cancel culture, and saying like, cancel culture is fine if you call out someone and they don't make an effort to fix their ways. Hmm. If they continue to be a dick, then canceling them is fine. If you hmm. cancel them the first time they do something wrong, everyone's too afraid to do anything, and everyone's afraid to apologize because they they if they admit that they were wrong, then they get canceled. Right. And so there's that sense of like, yeah, I'm okay with United losing all that money because they needed to be punished, but they didn't get shut down. They then learned their lesson and now they're much better. And and everything since then, I've noticed United has been better. um, Well, they had to go like full on the other direction to, uh, to make up for it in the public 
uh, mind. And, 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 you know, it hasn't been fully uh, successful. Like, if no. I think United, I think that guy getting dragged out of the plane, like I still do. You know, and it's going to take a while for that to go away. But, you know, like a little bit of call out culture isn't a bad thing. I don't think it's bad to, to or calling in. And I, I you know, right. if we can change it to calling in and then everybody's winning better because it's like, because the, the big thing about calling in is that you're trying to invite them to be a part of the team as opposed mm-hmm. to being like, you're bad and now you're different and you're isolated and alone. And then they feel defensive and it's right. like. So I guess if it's okay to start doing Christmas songs, I guess it's, we need a little call out culture. Right this very minute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the woke uh, Christmas carol for this season. Yes. All right. Don't call people out for their physical limitations in any way. Yeah. There's a difference of calling someone out for doing something stupid and as opposed to being like, girl, you're deaf. Being like, stupid and calling them out for a disability. Yeah, no, that's, that, we can agree that, that that's different. Oh, we finally, we should end there. We agreed on something. Hey! (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, everybody. We will see you again next week. Thanks, Jason. Bye bye. Bye. Birthmark. Birthmark. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Brightside K and J and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com Until next week, don't forget to look look on on the the bright bright side. side!